not done this in a while. <laughs> it's been quite a while since I've done a Kyle's Napping Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Robinson. This is the podcast I record when my two-year-old son Kyle is napping, and today that holds true. Uh, my wife is out with friends. I'm home with Kyle, and he just went down for his afternoon nap on a scorching hot Saturday here in New Jersey. It's uh, creeping up on 95 degrees. Kyle and I went out for some Wendy's. It was delicious. Thank you for asking. <laughs> and a chocolate frosty to cap it all off. And now he's got a full belly and he's off to dream world. But that's not the reason I, I brought the podcast back this week after taking the last uh, month or more off. It's just, um, I, I don't know. I felt like I haven't had a lot to say. I've been dealing with, uh, I'm not dealing with, I've been enjoying my time on, on Lexapro, my anti-anxiety medication that's really helped out dealing with the stresses and the anxiety that come with being a dad uh, and a husband and a homeowner and an adult in general. Uh, it's really been a lifesaver, honestly, and I, I've been against taking medication for a long, long time, but it's been about two, three months now, and uh, yeah, it's 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 been fantastic. You can still get mad. You can still get a little bit anxious. You can still get frustrated. Like You don't lose your emotions, which was my fear. It's more about controlling them and not getting angry as quickly. I was getting angry, not being as stressed and anxious as I was because my anxiety a lot of time led to like angry, angry outbursts, uh, which wasn't good. I mean, Kyle shouldn't be subjected to that. My wife shouldn't be subjected to that. So the medication and therapy and everything's been really great. But uh, it's funny yesterday, uh, something happened and, and after it was all said and done, I looked at my wife and I was like, this would make for a pretty funny Kyle's napping podcast or interesting. I don't want to say funny and jump the gun on it. But, uh, so yesterday my wife had off from work and we decided to hit what she called a day date, you know, a date during the day. So after she ran some errands, we went and grabbed some lunch together and then we went to the movies for the first time. And I can't remember how long I, I honestly don't think my wife and I've been to the movies together since Kyle was born, I would have to double check on that. I've only been in the movies like once or twice since Kyle was born. Uh, just wait for things to show up on Netflix or cable and whatnot. But uh, so we went and saw uh, Would You Be My Neighbor, the Mr. Rogers documentary. And let me just say, if you grew up with Mr. Rogers, go see this documentary. Like it was fantastic. It was a well done film. Uh, it tugged at your heartstrings. My wife was crying throughout it. I didn't cry. I was just more just enamored by a lot of the things I didn't know about him from uh, the 60s and 70s and, and even towards the end of the show's run and everything. It was just very informative and the people speaking about him and, and his mission and his mindset and everything just uh, was was superb. It was just really, it was inspiring too, very inspiring. And, and when people say like, oh, we need somebody like Mr. Rogers in this day and age, uh, right now, yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> we need we need like a million Mister Rogerses to uh, to kind of sprout up and and live and think the way he did. But so we saw that, and then as we're like the movie's ending, the credits are rolling. We're standing up. My wife gets a phone call, and it's a number she doesn't recognize, but it's local, so she just lets it go to voicemail. And we get this voicemail, and it's Kyle's daycare teacher. <laughs> And she says, Kyle's hysterical. He won't stop crying. He won't let anybody near him. He's complaining that his penis hurts and that his penis is broken. And we don't know what to do because he won't let anybody look at him or anything. And can you please come as quickly as you can? <laughs> so 
Luckily, we were in the same town at the theater, and we rushed over there like, what the hell's going on? They had conned him down with some pictures of Thomas the Tank Engine that they printed off the internet. <laughs> like that, that was his, That was their go-to. But like, how do we calm this kid down? Like, show him a blue train. Like, oh, it worked. And so he's all red, red and puffy-eyed. And I go over to him like, hey, buddy, like, what's the matter? He said, you, you know, something's hurting there. And he was kind of like, yeah, my penis is broken. I'm like, oh, that's unlikely but yeah let's uh let's go in the bathroom and, and let daddy take a look at it and he was like eh. i'm like but i was like buddy you, you gotta let me take a look at your penis <laughs> like <laughs> i don't necessarily want to i have to like so we go in and there's nothing visually wrong with it and he goes to the bathroom he pees without any problem without any pain or anything so we're kind of like what the hell and in kind of like the franticness of all this on the way to daycare my wife had called and made an appointment uh, with the doctor, like an emergency appointment to go see our pediatrician who was like, you know, 10 minutes away. So we go there and my first thought is I'm like, I bet this is his constipation again and something's happening. It, Cause like, there's nothing visual. My wife's like, it's a bladder infection. I was like, maybe somebody kicked him in the dick. I don't know. <laughs> like somebody punched him. We tried to ask him like anything happened to your penis. How did it get broken? He couldn't really give us an answer. So we get into the doctor, and he, we love our pediatrician, uh, Dr. Percy. He's he's great. And he's like, hey, buddy. He's like, what's going on? He's like, my penis is broken. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, how'd it break? He's like, mm-hmm. like he couldn't answer again. And he's like, all right, let me take a look at it, buddy. got to see if it's broken. And so he's taking a look at it, and it's fine. He's like, everything's fine. It looks fine. There's no problems. He's like, he's, so he's feeling his stomach. He's like... He's backed up, though. He's like, I can feel it right here in his intestine. He's, he's constipated again. And we're like, oh, all right. And I was like, see, my, one of my guesses was actually right. And uh, he's like, yeah. He's like, you know, a lot of water. He's like, do the prune juice again. Because Kyle had this problem seven, eight months ago. And it was like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah. It's like he had bananas and yogurt this morning for breakfast. And the doctor was like, no. He's like, he's like that's going to back him up immediately. He's like. He's like, yeah, no more bananas, no yogurt, no juice, no rice. Not like he was like rattling off the list again. And it's like, yep. So pretty much I gave him the perfect uh, recipe for constipation, like on and off for the last couple of days for breakfast because he loves bananas. He's constantly asking for bananas. He loves yogurt. And so it's like, oops. <laughs> Once again, we've severely constipated our child. Uh, so, yeah. And he was after that, he was fine. We went out to dinner last night. He woke up today. He was fine. Uh, got him the prune juice. He's he's been had a, had a glass of that already. He's gonna have one or two more glasses of that today. But uh, it's just so funny how like we we're so excited, my wife and I, to have this like time to ourselves, which is rare, you know, unless you get a babysitter and all this stuff. My wife had the day off. Kyle's at daycare. I my job, my freelance work is diminished right now, which sucks. But that's for another time. And we're like, yeah, we get to spend like this afternoon together. And it's just like as soon as that movie ended, the phone call came to snap us back to reality. Like, oh, by the way, you're still parents and uh, your two-year-old has a broken penis. Like, yep, nope, that sounds about right. <laughs> we had our three or four hours of enjoyment together. Time to go back to being parents and, you know, counting the, the minutes till bedtime so that we can like exhale for the day. It's just like, uh... <laughs> Oh, yeah. But, I mean, on the bright side, his penis wasn't broken, because that can be a problem. You know, you don't want that at any age, really. Like, it's <laughs> just, like, sitting there in the car, driving over there, trying to figure out, well, how did his penis break? What do you think could have happened? 
Oh, it's 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 wacky, and and it's funny because my wife and I are mulling over the idea of a second child, and we've got some friends who just had or having a second kid. We got some other friends who's just some friends who had like their fourth or fifth kid. Like all these people, I'm like I I leaning heavily towards not having another kid, just because I see how we've handled one and to top that with another one and still like if we got to give Kyle to another family and then have a new kid be like all right we're gonna give Kyle somebody for two or three years then get him back so we can raise this one and then we'll see if they can coexist together it'll be a reality show uh but it's like yeah I don't I, I physically and mentally and emotionally don't think we can handle a second child we're both in therapy I'm on medication. My wife has contemplated going on medication for anxiety and everything. I'm like, I, I don't think there's any way in hell we should bring a second kid into this world. But like, who, like, how, how are we going to do it? Like, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Like, we're two people with anxiety and we're two people that, you know, uh, I don't know, let stress have more control of our lives than it should. But I mean... I, I don't I, I just don't think it's possible and my wife's constantly back and forth and also it's funny because my wife's lost 60 pounds over the last several months on Weight Watchers she dropped 60 pounds she looks fantastic and I'm like do you really want to have another kid right now and just wipe away that weight loss all the hard work and, and you know sacrifice to to get your body back to where you want it to get healthy again to to shed the weight from pregnancy you know 60 pounds and you just want to be like well let's have another kid because that that pretty much eradicates all that progress and eradicates all her hard work. So I'm just like, I don't know. And is that selfish? Like we go over this, is it selfish to not like, it's not selfish. Like we wanted to have a kid and, or we wanted to have multiple kids, maybe probably two. We had one. We're like, holy shit, this is difficult. <laughs> like from various aspects, like maybe we should stop here. And we both have friends who are uh, only children, who are fine, married, homeowners. One works for the government. Like, it's like, uh, you know, like there's nothing wrong with being an only child. Like, it, it's just like you, you get all these like societal fears that creep into your head. Like, oh, you need a brother or sister. Oh, who's going to help them take care of us when we get older? And all, all this nonsense. Like, you just, you have to make the right decision for you and your partner, like, in the moment, in the time, in your life, based on, you know, how you are as individuals. You can't let all these, like, norms creep into your brain and cause these thoughts. Like, like I owe it to somebody to have a second kid. I don't owe it to anybody. <laughs> I don't owe it to Kyle. I don't owe it to my wife. She doesn't owe it to me. She doesn't owe it to Kyle. Like, we don't owe it to anybody to have a second child. If this is what's right for us and our life and, and who we are and where we're at, like, then then why ruin it? Like, why, why bring... Why bring another kid into our lives in this world that we're not sure about, that we are not in the same page? Like, if you have any doubt, you shouldn't, like, chance it. <laughs> be like, like, ah, we shouldn't have had this kid. Ah, well, like, you know, like, what, what do you do then? You got you to do what's right for you. So uh, I think that's where we're at right now. But, I mean, who knows? In a year or two, it could change. I mean, Kyle's kind of hitting the home stretch of potty training now. He's finally... Uh, going on his own, which has taken months and months to, to get to this point where he's like, I have to pee. And then he goes into the toilet and does it himself. Like that has taken forever. And now my wife's so excited about that. We're gearing up to do night training when she's off from work in August and see if he can handle, you know, finally er erasing diapers completely. Cause right now he just wears them 
uh, for naps and for bedtime. So that'll be another adventure. And it's just like, I don't know, maybe if we see that we can get through all the major baby and toddler hurdles of the first three or four years, then maybe you think about having the second one and doing it all over again. Because um, I got a friend who's having a kid now, and I believe his, his first kid is five, and they're, they're just going on their second one now. And it's like, yeah, it's a long, it's a, it's a age gap, but who cares? Like, my wife's always worried about these type of things, and it gets into my head, and it's like, oh, is it too big of an age gap? Like, I don't know. You got you to gotta do what's right for you. You got to make the decisions that make you happy, and that, you know, it just feels right in your gut. You got to go with your gut, which is something that I've always tried to do, but then I question my gut. But I think now with Alexa Pro, uh, I trust my gut a little bit more than I have in the past. And I don't have my brain competing with my gut for, like, thought space. Like, <laughs> like, well, your gut said that, but what about all these awful things that could happen? Be like, well, he's got a point. The brain's got a point there. <laughs> these awful things could happen. My gut's like, yeah, but go with me because I'm your gut. No, no, no. There's some pretty big disasters the brain's coming up with. Those could happen, you know, in space and time and reality. Like, oh, the anxious brain. The anxious, anxious brain. But, um, yeah. So I guess that's my message for this podcast. Go with your gut and don't break your penis. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm trying to, the wisdom I'm trying to impart on the world with this podcast. But thanks for listening. And uh, I'm sorry it's taken so long to do another one. I, re- I really enjoyed doing this podcast and I got a lot of great feedback on it. And I know there's been some gaps here and there and this has been the biggest one. I'm thinking of changing it and not doing it. Uh, on Fridays anymore because Fridays seem to be like a tough spot Um, but while I'm kind of like low on freelance work right now I might as well do it (laughs) because I enjoy it like I said and I might move it to like Mondays and see if that works like that's way I can like record it over the weekend and edit it together and put it up on Mondays but we'll see what happens shows up on iTunes SoundCloud Stitcher Google Play Music you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Chris Robinson NJ and uh, be nice to your kids give them a hug I'll talk to you soon Bye-bye.